Hi, this is Ashley Applegate, and today at KWI on the Couch, we're joined by Sam Johnson. Sam, when did you graduate KWI? Uh, I graduated in August 28th of 2018. Okay, so so been on the road a few years. Tell us a little about your, your, your first job. Uh, first job was in Morgantown, West Virginia. Actually, a good buddy, uh, Andrew Hiltebrand, got me on. He was a general foreman out there. He graduated high school with my brother, so he pulled some strings and got me a spot. Okay. So, so that first job, were you nervous headed into work? I was clueless. Okay. I, uh, my mom gave me $500 to get there, and I oh. stayed in Jesse Pfizer's camper. Right. It was Ben Dryden, and we was working night shift. All right. Yeah. Was, so what was the weld test to get on that job? Oh, it was a combo 160 that I definitely should have busted. Uh, just, you know, you take all the tests at KWI, but when you get out in the field, the nerves hit you. Okay. And, and kind of everything you know goes out the window because you got these shaky hands when you're trying to come around the side of it. But uh, Lord was looking out for me, and Hiltebrand and the QC was all looking out for me, and, and I got the job. All right. So, so uh, you just said all those tests at KWI. How many certifications did you graduate with? Uh, I got all three monsters and a Schedule 10 stainless. Okay. So you graduated with, with a big pocket full of, of certifications yep. and credentials coming out of KWI, um, if you could think back, you know, maybe at KWI um, or going into a job, what's been the hardest weld test you've ever had to overcome? Probably aluminum pipe. Basically, everything you know about TIG welding and pipe welding, throw it out the window. Okay. It's, nothing's the same. It ain't like welding aluminum plate. That's a whole different monster. All right, so that's, that's pretty challenging. Yeah, it, it wasn't easy. Yeah. Like, uh, you'll be coming up the side and you'll be dabbing wire and working the foot pedal, and your root will look like it's going in, and you may be at top dead center, and it'll be putting a, putting a little ball down in the root a quarter of the way down the pipe, and you wouldn't even know it. Okay. It's something else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, different alloys are, are challenging, uh, you know, for sure, as, as you get into those different industries. Uh, what's been your career since that first job? Where all have you been? I've been everywhere from the Virgin Islands, the Bahamas, to California, North Carolina, all over the southeast, uh, pretty much all over the United States. Uh, I left that job, I, that was just a three-week outage, left there and the QC actually hooked me up. It's actually cool, every job I've ever got, minus one job that I found on Facebook, I can trace all the way back to my first job. Just by getting phone numbers and making connections, yeah. it was you meet a buddy here, he gives you a phone number for this job and so on and so forth. Yeah, so you know, it's kind of like work bleeds into more work and, and you know, you got good work ethic, you make those connections and they want good hands on, on the next job. But hey, that Bahamas thing sounded pretty cool. How much welding did you do down there? <laughs> Didn't weld anything, I was Didn't already. Didn't weld any? Yep, All using right. them pocket full of certs I got. Okay, so tell us about that. Uh, basically, I got hooked up with a guy and he needed some riggers to go down to a Disney private resort and put up like a I think it was either 50 or 60 foot Christmas tree, just doing some rigging, using our certs that we got. And uh, I grabbed three of my good friends because we was gonna be hanging out on the beach for a week. Okay. And we went down there and it was actually right after one of the hurricanes hit and it destroyed the runway. So they flew us down to Orlando and put us on a cruise ship and cruised us in. And uh, from the moment we got on the plane, it was paying $450 a day and it took seven days total. Okay, so you didn't even have to put on a hood, nope. but you got the job because KWI offers those industry certifications like the, the CCO rigor and signal certifications. Yep, and uh, 
people like Disney, they're all about safety because it's such a public eye. You know, if someone gets hurt at Disney, then it's going to make the news. So them certs really count for working for real big names like that. Right, right. So when you travel most of the time, uh, you know, outside of your offshore work, uh, you know, do you drag a camper or do you hotel up? Yeah. Uh, after my third job, I bought a camper. And, uh, you know, a guy explained it to me like this. I don't really know how exactly to put it into words, but I was in North Carolina for nine months and I was paying $409 a week for a motel. That's just putting money in somebody else's pocket. Right. So you go and buy a camper and you have a four or $500 payment and then a $600 lot rent. That goes from being 1600 a month paying for the motel to 1100 a month. That extra money you can put in your pocket, you can invest it, you can use it to make a truck payment to pull the camper around. And when it got put to me in terms like that, there was nothing I could do but buy a camper. Right. Right, so, so your advice to someone getting in the road, maybe work a job, make sure they like it, make sure they like traveling, and, and then go for that camper? Yeah, I would say that. There's a, there's a thing with welders where it's all about who's got the nicest truck or who's got the <laughs> nicest sure. camper and uh, who's doing that and who's working the coolest job. But the biggest thing is don't get caught up in it. You know, a 20-foot bumper pool will do the same thing as that Keystone, Montana that's $80,000, $100,000. So just don't get caught up in that. Yeah, so it sounds like you got to make the right choice uh, along the way. You know, um, I'm sure you've had some mentors along the way and, and some different things. You know, looking back at it, it maybe kid of your eye, um, what one thing maybe stood out about your instructors there that, that sort of changed your life a little bit? They was good. They was good at what they did. They was good people. And uh, so, so the work ethic or the weld skill? Or? Well, all of it in general, it was all wrapped up. And I'd been around good work ethic. You know, my dad, he's got a real good work ethic. But just going from welding in the high school shop to seeing these boys, you know, put a cap, put a TIG cap on a piece of pipe and seeing how good it was, it really sets the standard for what you need to be to be a good hand in this industry. You can't just be lazy about your work or sloppy because that's what all it is. It's all about your work. If you're doing good work and you're working hard, people will call you back. You don't have to know what you're doing. As long as you're there every day and as long as you're working hard, you'll get a call back for the next yeah. job. Yeah, so you mentioned uh, welding in high school. So did you graduate high school and come directly into KWI? Uh, no, I actually tried to go to college first. I went to the University of Kentucky. Okay, well, that, that's pretty awesome. Hey, I'm a big blue fan, but uh, college isn't for everyone. Um, tell us why you made that transition from college into the, the trade school at KWI. Yeah, so in high school, I did the deal, did everything you're supposed to do. Had the, I think it was like a 3.8, 3.9 GPA. Uh, I was class president. Uh, regional FFA officer, football team captain. And the entire time I got screaming in my ear, even from my parents, you gotta go to college if you're gonna be successful. You gotta go to college. And I went to UK and I remember my first day, I sat down in class and I was wearing uh, boots, Wranglers and a Carhartt t-shirt. And there was another person there in blue jeans. <laughs> and I got out of class and there was a little uh, like pavilion thing and I sat down on the park bench, called my best friend and said, I, I don't think this is gonna work out. He's like, why is that? I said, I it just, it don't seem like my type of people. You know, it just, it's a rat race that I don't want to get caught up in. And that same buddy had actually went to KWI and uh, he was sending me pictures of $3,000, $3,500 checks. I was like, well, this ain't for me and I can't go home and be lazy. And I really didn't know, know, know a whole lot about welding. I just know I wanted to make money. So I went to KWI and uh, I actually fell in love with welding. So it didn't start, it was just a, a means to not be lazy and a means to start getting ahead. 
And when I finally got into it and started realizing what exactly it was, that's when I fell in love with it. Yeah. So, so good wages all throughout provided great for, for you and your family and, and the things that, that you require in your life. Yep. All right. So, so um, I think education is important, you know, no matter if you're going to choose college because college isn't for everyone and, and you're a prime example of that. You know, if, if you were talking to, to someone who's on the fence, you know, am I going to go to, to college or am I going to go to a, a trade school like KWI, well, what's your advice to that person? When you're, when you're at that age where you're 17, 18 years old and you're graduating high school, you're going to have a lot of people screaming in your ears. And uh, a lot of people you might not want screaming in your ear. You'll have counselors, you'll have teachers, you'll have parents, you'll have grandparents, girlfriends, boyfriends, all different kinds of stuff. But really, you got to sit down and think about what you want. If you want to go and get a four-year degree and, and get a regular old job, then that's fine with you, or then that's fine with you, then do it. But if you want to go on an adventure and you want to have fun, you want to make lots of money, see the world, do the things that a lot of other people can't do. Because that's the thing, people think it's all 712s, but they don't realize I still make 100000 and I work eight months out of the year. I get four months, go hunt, fish, do whatever I want. So I'd say it's all about what you want. Just don't listen to the outside influences and do what your heart tells you to do. Okay. So, so you mentioned 100000 Sometimes I hear it's a myth. Uh, is that 100000 since you've graduated, or, or what do you mean there? So... August 28th is when I graduated. I want to say September the 9th is when I hired in on my first job. So from September 9th to September 9th the following year, I made, I want to say 110,000, and that was, was that three, four years ago? Every year since I made 100,000. Right, all right, so, so your hood hangs on the, the 100K wall at yep. KWI, honoring students who, who made 100,000 in that first 12 months since graduation, and, and that's huge, that's life-changing money. Uh, you know, you got to be smart with that money. You got to do the right thing. Uh, you know, you, you take some some young kid who's just graduated KWI and they got this first job and they're they're bringing home that that thirty five hundred dollar paycheck. What's your advice to that person? Exactly what I said earlier, like uh, about the whole getting caught up in the caught up in the welder lifestyle. So that first job, I was driving a single cab long bed, four three Chevy five speed two wheel drive that burnt literally a quarter of oil every two hundred <laughs> miles. And I would see all these other boys in the parking lot and they'd have a brand new Duramax or a brand new Cummins. And it'd just, you know, be like, well, they can do it, why can't I? That's the thing with it. There's a lot of guys, see, I take, you know, four months off a year and still make good money. But there's a lot of guys that get so consumed in bills on things that ain't eventually gonna make them money that they can't just take four months off. When they get laid off on a Friday, by Monday morning, they gotta be somewhere else or they're not gonna be able to feed their family or make their truck payment. So the biggest advice I give to, give to an 18, 19 year old kid getting out here and making $3,500 is don't get caught up in the lifestyle. Like that, that 2009 Dodge would do the same thing as that 2022 Dodge. Right. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, Sam. Well, hey, we appreciate you coming in. Uh, it's Ashley Applegate. Today we've been joined by Sam Johnson at KWI on the couch.